1: about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday, so listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.
2: Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. It's the John Osterland Morning Show. Hope you had a good weekend. Yesterday was August 1st, and that meant 250 new laws get going here in the uh, state of Louisiana. A a, a lot of them are, are not big deals, but one that is a big deal. Marijuana. Now, it came up short, this legislative session, of becoming legal, which it should have become. Although recreational marijuana is not legal, starting yesterday, Anyone in the state of Louisiana who is caught with up to one half of an ounce, a half ounce of marijuana, uh, that'll be a misdemeanor. And it'll be a $100 fine. Even for repeat offenders. I think the, uh, the thing that stinks about this, I think the cop will still take your weed, fine you $100, and, and you're now hit with a misdemeanor. Before yesterday, like let's say if you got caught on Saturday with a half ounce of weed or less, They'll take you to jail, and and they'll you'll you'll get your picture taken, your mugshot taken. They'll, they'll they'll put you in a jail cell. And I and I think if you got caught with a half ounce of weed on Saturday, it would have been a felony. But if you got caught with a half ounce of weed yesterday on Sunday, slap on the wrist because because the the, the new weed laws. Started yesterday, Sunday, August first.
3: What do you suppose the police do when they confiscate your weed? When they take it from you, do they put it in their pocket? Do they put it in their trunk? Like where? Where? Did, where does it go?
2: I've wondered that for a long time, Coleman.
3: Because I'm thinking, let's say there's a cop pull somebody over and they take their weed from them. But then while the weed is on the cop, he goes stop to get donuts or something before he brings it back to wherever he has to go to the police station. And then another cop smells weed on him like, dude, what are you doing? He got weed on you. And now I have to take his, I got to take the cop other cop's weed from you because you got weed on you now. You know what I mean? Like what do they do with the confiscated weed?
2: You would, you would think they would, they would put it as evidence.
3: They, oh yeah, like one of those envelopes or something. Yeah, they
2: would, they would, they would put it somewhere like that, and then, and then put it into a room.
3: No, I'm talking about before they get to the room. Like, do they put it in the trunk of the car? Do they keep it in their pocket? Do they put it on a like when they take the weed from the person that they got the, that they confiscated the weed from? Do they put it in an evidence bag? and say, we got weed in a Ziploc bag because yeah, they, yeah, they already would, come in Ziploc bags, right?
2: Well, yeah, but you you would think they would put it in a in a in in a bigger bag. Because you can't they they, they couldn't just stick it in their pocket because then they would they would smell like weed. And everywhere they went they would they would smell like like marijuana.
3: This text says they smoke it after they eat their donuts. That 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 sounds like it makes sense. But I always wonder what they did with confiscated drugs. Do they keep it in a locker? Do they burn them? Do they get rid of them? Do I wonder what that procedure
2: is. You'd think they'd have to hang on to it for for a, a, a while because it is evidence they just they just made the arrest and 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 now here's why they made the arrest this is uh this is evidence this is evidence a right here but, but i i thought it was interesting how um you know it, it's not legalized yet but it is uh it it is going down the ladder. It is going down the pole when it comes to when, when it comes to seriousness of being arrested with it and and whether it's a joint you have on you up to a half ounce, which is a a, a decent sized sack it's the it's the same. It's the same thing now in the state of Louisiana where where you will get fined $100 and be charged with a misdemeanor. Here in the city of New Orleans, it's already been decriminalized. Which makes sense because with people getting shot like they do in the city of New Orleans, and, and boy this weekend was another wild weekend when it came to shootings in the city of New Orleans. They used to take people if they if they if the New Orleans cops saw someone smoking a joint, they would have, before it was decriminalized, they would have taken that person and thrown him in the OPP, the Orleans Parish Prison. They, they, they would have put you right in there, right with someone who, who just shot a bunch of people or someone who shot somebody in the face. I mean, could, could you imagine being in the cell next to uh or or being in the same cell at least in the beginning if they arrested a few people they they threw somebody who was smoking weed in the same cell with someone who just shot someone in the face those people shouldn't be in the same cell they they shouldn't even be in the in the same wing of cells they shouldn't be in cells next to each other
3: yeah you're sitting there in a cell for smoking something that somebody else uses because they have a sheet of paper to heal themselves you know.
2: Yeah, well now it's it's medicinal. It it literally is medicine for some people. So anyway, starting yesterday, that's one of the 250 new laws here in the state of Louisiana.
3: Did it take some away? I would love a legislative session where they actually take laws away instead of adding laws to the books. How awesome would that be that they actually go up there instead of adding 250 laws, they add 250 laws and take away another 100. Like, yeah, we could get rid of these laws and you know that would be kind of cool too.
2: Yeah. We're both for that Coleman. There are so many laws on the books in Louisiana and many other States that, that should be taken off the books, but we, we, they're, they're old and they're ridiculous and we don't need them anymore. I'd love to see love. We've said this before on the show. I'd love to see one legislative session that says that's what we're doing this legislative session. We're going in and we're we're going to take off as many laws as we can off the books because there there's a bunch of bunch of old ridiculous laws. But they didn't do that this time around. So uh, that that's that's where we are with uh, with marijuana. It, it's not legal yet, which which it should be, and it is in many states for recreational use. Hopefully next legislative session, they'll, they'll make that happen. But um, you you can get caught with, with anywhere from a joint up to a half ounce of weed on you, and, and they'll just fine you $100, charge you with a misdemeanor. And again, the thing that stinks, I think they take your weed. And, and, and in this particular case, I, I don't know where they... It's not even a big crime anymore. I, 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 don't, I don't know where they, what they do with it. I don't know where they take it. All right, we got a lot to get to on the show today. Um, there was a wild arrest in Louisiana over the weekend. A groom who just got married. I mean, literally just got married, and he was driving home from his from his own wedding still wearing his tuxedo he got arrested that is some story we'll tell you about that uh, Simone Biles the the greatest female gymnast of all time who who backed out of the olympics because of mental illness she's coming back in for one final event the balance beam and and boy, some of our Olympians are, are doing great. The the swim team. Uh, hang out with us. We got a lot to get to on the show today. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans-only, Classic Rock Station.
0: Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing, only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required, minimum monthly payment, down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details
1: i'm glennon doyle author of untamed and host of the podcast we can do hard things on we can do hard things my wife abby my sister amanda and i talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things in Odyssey podcast. Available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.
2: Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Hope you had a good weekend. Coleman, did you have a good weekend. Did you go to Monster Jam?
3: Yeah, at, I, certain, night? I, I certainly did. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go Saturday night. I've been in the past. I've been to. I've been to one of those things before. Um, did you have a good time?
3: I believe I did. I was. I was pretty intoxicated because you know I did day drinking earlier that day, and then went to the dome later that night. But from what I could remember, the bits and pieces that I can piece together in my memory, it seems like I had a wonderful time.
2: Good. It was a wild weekend up on the Bonnie Carey Spillway. Some story. There was a car accident. And because of the car accident on the Bonnie Carey Spillway, traffic was stopped for around three hours. And that sucked for those people on Saturday night. When when you get stuck in traffic because there's an accident, there's really not much you can do. You 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 you're just stuck there, and for for around three hours. One of the cars who was stuck in that traffic jam was a married couple. They had just gotten married in Kenner.
3: Yeah, that's romantic.
2: And they were driving to Alexandria. and they happened to, to to be one of the cars that was right behind the car accident and and they were just stuck. they were they were stopped Saturday night. They were still in their their wedding outfits. the The, the man was in his tuxedo. The new bride was in her wedding dress. And they had one other guy in the car with them as well. And the story goes, the as they're stuck in this traffic jam, they're just sitting on the Bonnie Carey spillway in their car after, after just getting married. They just got married. The new husband accuses His new bride and the other man in the car, his friend, their friend, he accuses them of doing sex with each other. He accuses them of having an affair. Remember, they just got married. That seems like something you would address
3: before the marriage.
2: You would think. So the new groom... Pulls out a gun and shoots the, the the man. The man got out of the car and starts trying to run away. The, the groom in his tuxedo, he just got married, gets out of the car. And there they are on the Bonnie Carey Spillway. The man is running from the new groom and the new groom shoots the man. And the new groom ended up shooting somebody else as well who was in a car that was just stuck on the Bonnie Carey spillway because of the car accident. People were going on social media. People that were stuck in other cars were going on social media saying, oh my God, there's a guy in a tuxedo and and, and he's he's shooting people well the the new groom was arrested and by the way the the man that he shot and and the one other person that was shot the innocent person that was in some other car that was stuck because of the traffic jam they were they were taken to um, University Hospital here in New Orleans, and and they're going to be okay. All right. But the man, (laughs) 30-year-old Devin Jones of Alexandria, he was arrested by the St. John Parish Sheriff's Office for attempted first-degree murder, aggravated second-degree battery, and two counts of aggravated criminal damage to property. How's the bride doing? Well, she wasn't shot. But uh, her husband of an hour or so has been arrested and, and is in jail.
3: Does this happen if there wasn't a traffic jam? Let's say that's probably how it started. They were just sitting in traffic and they didn't have anything to talk about. And maybe somebody, one of the people in the car made a or reference or probably slipped something, said said a joke, and then the husband's ears perked up like, wait, what did you just say? Like, oh, how would you know this? Or, you you know, maybe something like that had happened. And then that's what started the whole cabal. And if, if there was no traffic jam and a vehicle was able to keep on riding, they wouldn't even have to sit there for the conversation to start that set off the turn of events that caused the shooting.
2: That's a fair question, Coleman. Many of us can relate to being stuck in a traffic jam and and it's awful i mean on a saturday night there you are you're up on the you're up on the highway you're on the bonnie Carry spillway and all of a sudden because there was an accident everything stops cars can't can't go anywhere and and that lasted for
3: around three hours But even that circumstance with three people in the car is also odd. How many times have you seen people, they're throwing throwing rice at the newlywed couple. There's the car with the cans in the back that says just married. How many times have three people been in the car, three people hopped into the back of the carriage? It's usually just the husband and the the wife, unless there's a higher driver. It's like a limo or something like that. But for the most part, it's just the newlywed couple by themselves. Where did this third person come from? He was a friend. They had to go drop him off before the honeymoon. He, he he was in the car. I guess so. <laughs> it's like, look, they just got married, but before you before y'all go on your honeymoon, just drop me off to, where, to my apartment, and then uh, y'all can go do your honeymoon later.
2: <laughs> well, well, again, this couple, they're, they're from Alexandria, uh, Alexandria, um, and and they they were in they got married in Kenner, and and the, after the wedding. They were going back to Alexandria.
3: Hmm. Why go to Kenneth for the marriage? I mean, already in Alexandria. So many. There's so many questions with this. 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 The scenario.
2: But you do wonder if there was no traffic jam, if they just had the wedding, just had a good time, newlyweds, and we got this. You know, this other friend in the car with us. We're heading back to Alexandria. Who knows if there was no accident that caused a, a, a three-hour traffic jam? If this would have happened,
3: so does the bride get a divorce now, or you think she's? Well, I'm married now. I'm just gonna go ahead and stick with it, and see where this goes. I'm <laughs> in mean it for the long haul
2: till death do us part. Well, the wedding night wasn't like most wedding nights because uh, the 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 groom is in jail in Saint John the Baptist Parish, and uh, and I, I don't know what's what's happening with the with the bride.
3: Well, since the uh, the the third party survived, since the guy who got shot survived, and he's in university hospital, if it is true that the guy and the bride were smashing, well, since the the husbands in jail now, they can explore their relationship now. They can see well, once where he it gets, go-
2: once he gets out of the hospital.
3: Yeah, once he gets out of the hospital, they have the freedom to explore their relationship to see how <laughs> if it really was <clears throat> smashing a not.
2: Man, we we've heard of some wild wedding stories. But um I, I I don't recall ever seeing anything anything like this.
3: What's the weirdest part of the story? That they're from Alexandria and got married in Kenner, or they just happened to get stopped at a traffic jam that started all this, or that the fact that the the guy that he uh accuses of smashing his newly wife just happens to be riding the car with him. There's so many different factors involved that make this Weird in coincidence. I don't know how much of a coincidence this is. Did the husband set it all up? There's so many questions.
2: No, I think the, the the weirdest part of the story is they just got married, and the couple is in a car leaving the wedding with one of their male friends. So you got three people in the car after the wedding, and then the groom just starts making accus- accus- accusations that. His new bride is doing sex with the other man in the car.
3: Yeah, it sounds like a conversation going bad.
2: Yeah, that's... uh, (sighs) Boy. All right, coming up on the show. The Olympics are going on. I I don't know if you're you're paying much uh, attention to the Olympics, but Simone Biles is coming back. She's the greatest female gymnast in history. She backed out last week because of mental health issues. She's coming back for one more event. She's going to come back for the um the the the, the balance beam. It's incredible watching these gymnasts on balance beams. I mean doing backflips and they're on balance beams doing backflips. Most people can even stand up on a balance beam. Um our swim team is doing great too. And they and they had the hundred-meter dash, the, the fastest man in the world, no more Hussein Bolt the last few Olympics, the last couple of Olympics. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that. Also, because the Olympics are going on, we're going to have the Olympics of 80s bands here on our show coming up. Who, who's when it, when it comes to the gold medal, the silver medal, and the bronze medal of 80s, who would you give those medals to? That's coming up on the show. We have a lot to do this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Economists say inflation is driving up the prices of many things. Including bacon, beer, and ice cream. Boy, for a good part of my life, those were the three basic food groups. Um... It's Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. Was there. They played a show this past weekend. It was their their first show in a, in a year and a half. Uh, they, they played uh, an outdoor venue in, in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and... Wolfgang Van Halen opened up. I don't know if you've heard any of the Wolfgang Van Halen stuff. It's really good. As a matter of fact, he he released an album and in, in, in the first single, I'm gonna get that video up on our website in a little bit, by you957.com. It's really, really good, and he plays all the instruments. And according to the video, he produced the thing, too. Um, very, very talented son of the late, great Eddie Van Halen. Um, I, I was blown away when I saw that over the weekend. Uh, it, it's a great, the, the the single is great. I heard a couple of, uh, a few different tracks off, off the album. I didn't hear anything that wasn't good. And, and and in the video he, he's he's playing every instrument. I thought that was really cool. Um so it, it's good to see live music happening again with all this craziness that's going on here with the with the new Delta variant and the and the numbers of the damn virus going back up again. It's good to see things are happening again. Here in New Orleans this past weekend, uh, Coleman and, and and our traffic guy Josh they, they went over to, uh, to the new Caesar's Superdome to see Monster Jam. From what Coleman can remember after his day drinking with Coleman video.
3: Yeah, I got a chance to see those those vomitron those vomit those little new little things, the standing room that they're building in the Superdome or whatever. I got to see where they In the are. corners? Yeah, in the corners. It's yeah. kind of weird looking. I guess it's just standing room. You just sit there. It, it reminds me of the Colosseum. I guess if you're going to go with the Caesars theme, you might as well have like one of those Colosseum like old Greek Colosseum looking t- things on the
2: side. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think they're called the Vomitrons.
3: Vomitrons or vomitors, something something of that nature, yeah.
2: It's it's good to see things happening again. Let, let's just hope they they, they keep happening. I, I just read a story about an, another woman who was on OnlyFans. It's the, the website that you can go see really attractive women. Or, and, and they get naked and things like that. Uh, her ex-husband ratted her out to her job. And she got fired. Yeah, I know. Uh, she was a history. She was a history teacher. Her name is Amy Cups. A
3: cups. Her name was A Cups.
2: Amy Cups.
3: A cups. Okay.
2: She was ordered by the school principal to attend a Zoom meeting with him and members of the school board. She knew she was in trouble. She said, quote, it was awkward. I was trembling with fear and embarrassment. Evidently, her and her husband were having some problems, and her husband ratted her out Snitch. to her job as a schoolteacher that she's also on OnlyFans. And she, she does pretty well on OnlyFans, you know, making making money.
3: I don't know who this guy is from. From one man to another, that was a bitch move, man. You don't snitch just because you're having relationship problems. You no. Don't bring it to you. Don't bring it to a job, y'all. Man, that's a bitch
2: move. Yeah, it's pretty lame. And anyways, she said that uh, the, the the principal and the school board made her feel so small and disgusting. Um, she, you know, they they they, they call her in and said we. We hear you're on OnlyFans, and she said, "Well, well, yeah." And they said, "Well, you're a, you're a history teacher at our school. You you can't be doing that." So she was uh, first suspended from, from from her job. But yeah, can you can you believe her husband, whether they're going through a divorce or whatever, would do something like that?
3: I just don't like the idea she feels small and they made her feel dirty. Like, the money that they make on OnlyFans should make her feel a lot better. The reason she's doing OnlyFans is probably because her history teaching job isn't paying as much as she probably deserves. That's one of the reasons. You know what I'm saying? Now they're trying to make her feel guilty for trying to make extra money. You know, I think, I don't know, man. I think whatever you do off the clock, I know it shouldn't affect you, but I I guess it kind of makes sense because she's around kids. But also, she made the news. I mean, how many times have we done dumb stuff off the clock, but we never made the news, John?
2: Yeah, I I know. And if her her full time job is teaching thirteen and fourteen year old kids, you you can understand how the school wouldn't 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 want her to do that. But I. But now she
3: has the freedom to do OnlyFans full a time.
2: Yeah, and and you and I Coleman are still trying to figure out how uh, how how a couple of guys how guys could make money. On OnlyFans, because that's something where where that that is a that is a woman's job, because that's, uh, that's a, the big difference. One of the big differences between men and women: men pay money to look at naked women, and, and you're, you're not going to find lots of women who pay money to. To, to look yeah, at, but you don't need a lot.
3: You don't need a lot like the women do. Men just need something to carry them over to the next. You know, we're simple guys. All I need is enough just to pay the bills, put some gas in the car, get something to eat. I don't want. I don't need to go on a vacation to Cancun. I just need enough to carry me over at the beginning of the month. So I'm gonna go talk to our superiors and see if it's against company policy to start an OnlyFans because you know it, it'll we're be not nice. teaching kids. Yeah, no, we're not. I mean, I'm, some kids are probably listening and learning a lot of stuff from us, bad stuff. But no, we're not educators.
2: Hey, coming up next on the show, since the Olympics are going on, we're, we're going to have the Olympics of 80s bands in this morning's Big O segment. When it comes to 80s bands, who should, who should win the gold, who should win the silver, and who should win the bronze medal? We're talking about that next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland, here with you. And since it's a a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O.
1: Oh. (laughs) Oh. 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 (laughs) Oh! Oh!
2: Oh! Oh! Since the Olympics are going on, I thought, who would be the 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 gold medal winner of 80s bands we, we just heard from bon jovi they they would be they would be in the discussion if you think about 80s bands who would who would who would win the gold who would win the silver and who would win the bronze medal i know this is a bit subjective because when it comes to when it when when it comes to music, everybody's most people have have opinions. Some people like things that other people don't like. But when you when you think of '80s bands, who who would be who would be the gold medal winner, the the silver medal winner, and the and, and the bronze medal winner? I, I've got. I've got I've got my suggestion, and I want you to text us. Who you think? Our text number is five zero four two six zero ninety five ninety five. Bon Jovi would definitely be in the argument. They would be in the discussion. But if you asked me. Who the who the top three 80s bands are, the gold, silver, and bronze? I would say Motley Crue would win the bronze. I would say Def Leppard would win the silver. And I would say Guns N' Roses would be the gold medal winner of 80s bands.
3: All right, so I was thinking about mines, John, and and it's interesting that you brought up Def Leopard. By the way, I had a whole Def Leopard thing yesterday because it was Joe Elliott's birthday. But Def Leopard came out in the seventies. No so when the, you,
2: well their first album was nineteen eighty. All
3: right, okay. All right. The first, so you're gonna buy the records because I was thinking about my favorite rock bands from the eighties. And most of them originated, or their first album came out in the '70s, so it made it hard for me to pick. You know what I mean? Because they got their popularity in the '70s, even though I think they rocked the hardest in the '80s. You Def Leppard formed
2: in the late '70s, yeah. but their but their first album okay, so was released that, that, in right, 1980. Cool. So, right. so this is this is for this is for bands who, who, whose first album was released got in the it. '80s.
3: All right, that that, big, that narrows it down. Okay, cool.
2: Another thing I was thinking about, though because you think 80s bands and the first thing that a lot of people think of is hair and and the and the crazy outfits and things like that but Metallica came out in the 80s but no one would call Metallica an 80s band even though even though that's when they they came out cuz they were against all of that as a matter of fact Metallica formed in Los Angeles but they didn't like what was going on when they were coming up in Hollywood on the sunset strip they they didn't like you know the, the 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 big hair the the outfits the makeup they they didn't like all of that so they packed up and they moved they they moved from their from their hometown where they where they were from where they formed in Los Angeles and they moved up to San Francisco
3: now did their first album come out late 80s.
2: Metallica's first album came out in the 80s.
3: All right, good. So it does count even though they we see them as a 90s band, they still can qualify for the gold, the bronze or the silver.
2: Yeah, e- even though when you say 80s bands, you know pe- people they think of the hair, they think of they think of that scene. And and they don't think of Metallica as an as an 80s band e- even though that's when Metallica that's when their first album came out and that's when they got going. Text us at 504-260-9595. When it comes to 80s bands, who's the who's the gold medal? Who's the gold medal winner? Who's the silver medal winner? And and who wins the bronze?
3: Well his first text came in says bronze goes to Van Halen. Def Leppard is silver. And gold goes to Journey.
2: Well, the problem with that is two of those bands aren't '80s bands, right? That's what it, that's what makes
3: it so Journey. Difficult. Journey
2: came out in the '70s, and who was the who, who did they have for the bronze?
3: Uh, Van Halen.
2: Van Halen came out in the '70s too.
3: All right. This one says bronze Skid Row, silver Guns N' Roses, and
2: gold Poison. All right. Now all three of those bands qualify. Because their, their their first album came out in the '80s, I'm 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 a big Skid Row person. Those first two Skid Row albums, I absolutely love. And then they had problems with their lead singer, and and, and Skid Row's still a band today, um. Uh, but but they have a a different singer. Um, Poison, they sold a lot of records. I'm not the biggest Poison fan, but they 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 did sell a lot of records. So so that's a that's legitimate.
3: All right. This one says uh, bronze, Motley Crue, silver, Guns N' Roses, and gold, Metallica. All right. There you go. Right after that was bronze, Metallica, Def Leppard, silver, Motley Crue, gold. All right. Well, since we're talking about music, shouldn't it be platinum, gold, and silver instead of gold, silver, and bronze? Because in music, that's your, your, it's your platinum album. That's the biggest one. And it makes me wonder... Why does the real Olympics not have a platinum medal? I think that would be cool to have a platinum medal instead of a gold medal when you well, come out the Olympics.
2: Well, we're doing this because the Olympics are going on right, right now. It's gold, it's gold, silver, and bronze. Um. Yeah, and and I mean, when you look at record sales, I mean, I mean, Def Leppard, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, they're they're at the they're they're at the top of the they're at the top of the list. They're. It comes to how many, how, how many, how many records, and CDs they sold. All right,
3: this one says bronze: Def Leppard, silver: Motley Crue, and gold is Iron Maiden.
2: I think Maiden was around in the seventies too.
3: Yeah, because
2: I wanted or to late, go with ACDC, 70s.
3: but ACDC was nineteen seventy three when it formed.
2: Yeah, ACDC came out in the seventies.
3: Yeah, so when it comes to what Guns N' Roses was eighty five, Motley Crue was eighty one, Bon Jovi was eighty three.
2: Well, and, God, hold on, Guns N' Roses first album came out in nineteen eighty
3: seven. I'm talking about when they formed, so it didn't when the album. I'm trying to extrapolate in my head like what qualifies and what doesn't. You know, like we already established, Def Leppard was they formed in seventy seven, but they came out and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Albums.
2: What what year their first album came out?
3: Right, because I yeah, well, Iron Maiden formed in seventy five.
2: Yeah. Uh, and and I think their their first album came out before 1980. Uh, Iron Maiden. Um
3: this one says uh Bronze, Warrant, Silver, Motley Crue and Gold, Guns and Roses. There you go.
2: And and look Warrant had some success. I I I don't think they had nearly the success um you know that, that Def Leppard had
3: this one says bronze Miley crew silver guns and Roses and gold is Queenshire no Queen's <laughs> right Queens right Queen's right I'm sorry I read that
2: solid solid 80s band see this is what, this is what I mean when you when you when you think it can be subjective because we we all like what what we like and and, and we like different things but I'm trying to I'm trying to put you know, album sales and that's how I that's how I came up with my list and I put Metallica on the side because I don't, I don't think a lot of people think of Metallica as an 80s band even though they did come out. In, in the 80s.
3: But just like the real Olympus, just because an athlete is popular and have a lot of endorsements and just because the athlete's good, that doesn't necessarily, they win at the end because there's faux pas and stuff like that. So that can that can happen in a, in a rock band Olympus. Even though they might have a, a great rock band, they might fall short because somebody missed the chord or something. It was actually like a rock band competition. Just like, you know, it, it, athletes fall short. Sometimes a rock band, even though they're great, they can fall short and not win the gold or the platinum. <laughs>
2: well, that's why I brought this up. Um, text us, keep your text short, and if it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show, and please never text while you're driving, 504-260-9595, since the Olympics are going on, give us your Olympic 80s rock bands, The who, who wins the gold, as far as you're concerned, who wins the silver, and who wins the bronze. I told you what I thought. I had Motley Crue at the bronze, Def Leppard at the silver, and Guns N' Roses winning the gold. That's just me, though. And and uh, and, and 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 I like uh, I, I like some of your texts that are coming in. Uh, again, keep them short. And and we'll read them coming up next here on the show on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O segment was the Olympics of 80s rock bands. And I asked you to text us Who who wins the gold medal, who wins the silver medal, and who wins the bronze medal when it comes to 80s rock bands? In my opinion, I said Motley Crue is the bronze, Def Leppard is the silver, and Guns N' Roses is the gold. And and I asked you to text us what you thought. And and I also brought up Metallica. People don't think of them as an 80s band with, with the hair and the crazy clothes. But they did come out in the 80s. Um, So we asked for you to uh, text us your thoughts.
3: Uh, This first text says, uh, bronze goes to Megadeth, silver is merciful fate, and gold is Metallica.
2: All right, heavy stuff.
3: Yeah, this one says, uh, bronze, Def Leppard, silver, Guns N' Roses, uh, gold, Bon Jovi. Bronze, Dio, silver, Dokken. 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 (laughs) And Guns N' Roses is gold. This text says, Metallica, Motley Crue, and Guns N' Roses made a huge impact on heavy metal in the 80s. That's why they deserve the top three spots, and they continue to be relevant, especially Metallica. So I guess he's giving Metallica the gold. All right. This one says, I'm right here with you when it comes to Guns N' Roses and Def Leppard, just in the opposite order. But I think it's because uh, I'm irritated. It, it, it irritated me when he became such a
2: D-bag. We so must a- be talking about Axl Rose. Yeah. Look, we appreciate the text. Uh, as the Olympics are, are are going on, and and by the way, uh, Simone Biles is coming back, and she's she's doing one more event. She's she's doing the balance beam, and and I have a couple of um, couple of notes on the Olympics that that's coming up.
3: Uh, we should do the '90s bands tomorrow. I think I'll do. I have a better shot organizing my list than we did it with '90s bands.
2: Tomorrow we will do the uh, the cool the Olympics. Of '90s rock bands, who, who's who wins the gold, who wins the silver, and who wins the bronze? We'll, we'll do that tomorrow. Uh, here on Bayou ninety-five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety-five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland. Here with you. Hope you had a a good weekend. Uh, about an hour ago, I mentioned how Guns and Roses played over the weekend uh, they they played up in Hershey, Pennsylvania and Eddie Van Halen's son Wolfgang Van Halen and and, and his band Mammoth Van Halen or, or actually it's Mammoth WVH and, and by the way he's calling it that because before his dad's band was called Van Halen they were they were called mammoth that was their name and then they changed it to van halen so his son wolfgang he 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 released an album called it mammoth wvh and there's a video for a song called don't back down it's really really good and he plays all the instruments on the song, and we've got that video. Uh, it's on our website, buyu 957com But but he, Wolfie, Wolfgang Van Halen, and his band opened up for Guns N' Roses over the weekend up in up in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Also, Lollapalooza. Happened this past weekend in Chicago. I saw some of Limp Biscuits set from Lollapalooza. This past weekend, they were really good. Fred Durst had a had had a wig on. He kind of looked like a a dad. The singer, he he reminded me of the of the Beastie Boys. In that video where they went incognito, sabotage, sabotage. Yeah, he he reminded. He looked like one of those guys,
3: and I was the one that he had the gray handlebar mustache, that edged the side of his lips. Talking about Fred Durst.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they sounded really, really good. Um, it's just great to see live music happening again, all over the place with everything that's going on with the damn virus. Um, but when you get a second, check out the, the Wolfgang Van Halen. He, very, very talented. It's good stuff. So I've been keeping an eye on the Olympics. And, and the big story that a lot of people are talking about is Simone Biles. How, well, she's the greatest female gymnast they, they, they've called her the greatest american female gymnast in history a, a lot of people say she's the greatest gymnast female gymnast in history not just american female gymnast but she made headlines last week and we talked about it on the show when when she when she backed out she withdrew from the olympics because she was having some mental health issues and boy oh boy a bunch of people gave her crap for that and and also a bunch of people said well good for you take care of your mental health she said she was having issues she did a vault last week and she said when she was when she was up in the air spinning around she lost focus she she didn't know how many times she was spinning she didn't land or landing the way she normally does I mean, if that kind of thing is happening to you, you could get seriously injured.
3: Yeah, it's called the twisties. Yes. And uh,
2: she had the twisties.
3: See, my theory is with Simone Biles, the reason she kind of checked out mentally is because she had to think too much. Because remember, they changed the rules because she can do things that other gymnasts can't do. And she knows she's not going to be able to get points if she does anything extra. So unlike the other Olympic athletes who could just, you know, go into the athletic zone and just let their body take control with muscle memory, Simone Biles has to actively be thinking, don't do too many twists. Don't do too many rows. Like she has to count because she doesn't want you know, to get to go over the line and not get counted. So she actually has to be inside of her head the entire time she does a routine because she naturally wants to do, so many rotations, but she knows she can't. So she has to count, all right, one, two, three, you know. So for her to actually have to sit there and try to uh, think against what her body wants to do naturally, that can cause that kind of like mentally getting checked out or mentally having to twisties and getting disorientated because you want to do more, but you can't do more because you don't get points for doing more.
2: Well, we talked about that last week on the show and, and, and that, that could that could be one of the reasons why she's having mental health issues. I mean imagine being able to do things that other gymnasts can't do, yet you're not gonna get credit for that. Th- that's not gymnastics moving forward. That's gymnastics with their foot on the brakes saying, Whoa, slow down here. Everybody's gotta be the same. And and that's that that's not right. Um but anyways, Simone Biles just announced she's gonna do one more gymnastics event the balance beam she said she's uh she's in for that what's interesting is the the couple of events that she has missed other american gymnasts have medaled in i i know one one got a silver medal one got a bronze medal replacing her in those events and so uh, she's gonna she's gonna return. They they say it's Tuesday at the Olympics, which is which is tomorrow. But but Tokyo, Japan is on the clock. They're way ahead of us.
3: Yeah, I think it's September right now in
2: Japan. Yeah, so that's so that's, I, I think that's going on later today. You know what I saw over the weekend, which I've always enjoyed. The fastest man in the world. Who 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 is the fastest man in the world? You know, the last couple of Olympics, there wasn't even a close second. It, it was it was Usain Bolt from Jamaica, and if you watched him run the hundred meters in the last couple of Olympics, the two hundred meters as well, he ran both. I mean, there, there wasn't even a close second. This year's hundred meters, because Usain Bolt is no longer running it was a lot closer an american won the silver the guy who won the gold is from italy although he was born here in the united states and when he was uh when he was a a baby a young child he he moved to italy with his italian mother but his name is lamar L- lamont marcel jacobs it doesn't sound very Italian, but he won the hundred meters. He is right now the fastest man on the planet, and he barely beat an American from Texas named named uh, Fred Curley. So the the American won the won the silver medal, and I. Out of all the Olympic events, that, that has to be, if not the most exciting, right at the top of the list, uh, I, I mean, the fastest man on the planet. Yeah,
3: and we could have had the fastest woman, but Chicago Richardson, she, couldn't, she wasn't able to participate because of a little issue. That would have been exciting to see, too, you know?
2: When it came to the women, all three, gold, silver, and bronze, all came from Jamaica which is pretty incredible because Jamaica has about as many people as the state of Connecticut. And so they have the three fastest women on the planet? Uh, But but I always thought that event, and I'll never, ever forget watching Hussein Bolt the last couple of Olympics. Because again, it wasn't even close when Hussein Bolt was running the Olympics. This one, this past weekend, with the Italian guy who was born in the United States beating the American guy from Texas, that was very, very close, and and, and I thought that was exciting. And and the men's swimming team, incredible. The the, the Caleb Dressel won five gold medals. He's following in Michael Phelps' footsteps. And then there's a there's a guy named Robbie Fink. He did the long distance the American he did the long distance the the 800 and the 1500 meters and in both of those he was losing when they got to the final turn but then in the last the last leg ha- the last half <laughs> yeah. lap of the pool he blew by everybody else and won the gold medal in both the 800 and 1500 meters incredible incredible stuff um all right coming up next on the show There's a guy who looks just like Brad Pitt, and he he says he can't get sex. What a loser. Can you imagine if that would... Stay tuned for that. We got more to get to. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. And college football is changing a lot. You know that Texas and Oklahoma are going to be joining the SEC. They're going to be joining the Southeastern Conference with with LSU. And what's interesting about that is, I think that's just the first move in several Moves in college football, you, you're, you're going to see. I think I think we're we're a few years away from having just a handful of really big, powerful conferences. I think I think that's the way it's going. And I know people have different opinions about Texas and Oklahoma joining the uh, SEC I think we're about three years away from that but it's gonna happen and with schools changing conferences that's one of the big changes over the next few years in college football the other big change is college football players Making a lot of money for what they call the uh, the NIL, the, the their name, their image, their likeness being used in in video games. That's how this started. As a matter of fact, the 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 quarterback for Alabama, he hasn't even played one down yet in college football and he's already making almost a million dollars this year. Hmm. You talk about a big change in college football. The whole name, image, and licensing uh, thing, Coleman, started a few years ago when a former College basketball player for UCLA was either watching somebody play a video game or he was playing a video game and he saw himself. You know, he saw his 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 number, his name was on the back of his jersey, and he said, "How aren't I getting paid for this? I'm in a video game that sells tons." Of copies makes millions of dollars, and so he lawyered up, took it to court, and not that long ago, the the courts ruled. All right. These college athletes, they can make money off of their their name, their image, and things like that. Yeah, they
3: should, right? (laughs) I don't even see how that was even an issue. I get I get why video game developers would try to skirt it. You know, but I remember well, EA Sports. You know, back when they had like PlayStation Two, they would have the college games, but they would just put the number on the back of the athletes without the name because they you couldn't use the name. But you can, you knew who they were just by their, their stature and their stats. You know, you knew who Shaquille O'Neal was in a video sure. game because of you know he's seven foot whatever and number thirty two. Like that's Shaq.
2: Come on now, <laughs> but well, for a long time there's always been the question: Should college athletes get some money should they get paid something I mean because they they bring in they they generate so much money for the universities for the colleges yeah
3: so what would be the argument against that you would when, when you ask the question well should college athletes be paid what is the argument saying no they shouldn't
2: here's the argument all right what's that they get a free college education for playing ball for those colleges for those universities and you know what college education's cost these days and you know what they've always cost but we all know in places like sec football schools there's a lot of guys they're going to college they're they're, they're not going for the classroom clearly they they're going for one reason and that's to make it to the nfl
3: and, and the college allow that because the college makes money off of them, right? Yeah. All right, so, yeah, they should get a little something, a little taste something, right? They're putting in work.
2: Well, that's what's starting to happen now with the uh, NIL situation. And I, I just, I, I, I couldn't believe when I saw the quarterback for Alabama who hasn't taken one down yet. He hasn't played one snap of a college football game yet, and he's already made he's making almost a million dollars this year now it's not going to be like that for every college football player i mean most of the offensive linemen they're not going to see anything like that they're not but but the but the star quarterback star running back star wide receiver they're going to be making money but 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 the majority of their teammates are not going to be making money,
3: and they won't be making money from the schools. They'll be making money from like if a video game developer does use their license. Yeah, yeah, so they're yeah. not getting paid from. They're still not getting paid for what they're doing as far as the school goes. It's just extracurricular activity that goes beyond the school itself.
2: Yeah, the colleges aren't aren't, aren't paying these kids, e- even though they're the ones who are who are generating so much revenue for the schools. You know, there's a lot of people that are upset about this. Because there's a lot of people who believe college athletes shouldn't be paid. You're getting, they're they're, they're giving you a college education. They're, you look, you give us your your football, your basketball talent, and we give you a college education, which costs a lot of money. But are they even utilizing the college education?
3: Like, are they going to chemistry classes? Or are they becoming uh uh? Astrophysicists when they take the classes, like what classes do football players actually take? Well, are they going to uh, you know, uh, art history? So, <laughs> what what well, are they doing?
2: Some, so, some are, but, but some aren't. You know, some some go to go to college just to try to make it, whether it's into the NFL, the the NBA. Um. But but some. Because not everybody makes it to the NFL or the NBA. Some, without a doubt, use their college degree that, that they've, been, they, they've been given for their athletic ability to then go on and have a successful life when they, when they get out of college. If you're listening right now, what do you think about this? whether you want to throw in your your a couple of cents on how the uh, not not now Texas and Oklahoma are are joining the SEC and that's just the beginning of that we're going to see a lot more of the big time schools switch conferences and i think in a few years we're we're just going to have a a handful of big conferences and and, and again that that's all because of money too that, that, that the schools are doing that because of money. And then what do you think of the, the college athletes now making lots of money, some of them, with the NIL, the, the the name, the image. And here's a kid for Alabama that hasn't taken one snap yet, hasn't even walked on the field, and he's already made almost a million dollars.
3: I think I see an investment opportunity here. I mean, if, if, if this can work for you know college basketball, college football, right, Maybe I should go to EA and start uh, developing games for, like, the Glee Club or the 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 Theater Club and the Chess Club, you know, all those other stuff that you go to college for but you don't really get Or the band or
2: Dungeons & Dragons.
3: Yeah, yeah, we should have, like, a a halftime band video game. You know, instead of actually playing the football, you play the band members and you make up the formats and you, you play the tuba and stuff like that, and that way we can sign some band members, get them some contracts, and use their name and image and licenses and make some money off it. I would buy a band video game for PlayStation 5.
2: But there's not as much money in that. (laughs) There's not as much money as that as there is in football and in basketball. Text us. 504-260-9595. Keep it short. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. What do you make of the big, massive changes in college sports and college football? I'm so excited for football to start. Text us. Please don't text while you're driving. From Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. I just read about the most expensive album ever, ever. The most expensive album ever made. In in 2015, the group Wu-Tang Clan recorded an album and they only made one copy of it just one and that album just sold for millions of dollars <coughs> again wu-tang wu-tang clan made an album and they literally only made one copy of it it's called once upon a time in Shaolin, Shaolin, Shaolin,
3: yeah.
2: And they sold it in 2015 for two million dollars. Could you imagine if 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 a popular band like that that you love said we're gonna go make an album, but we're only making one copy of it, and that's what happened. And then after it sold for $2 million, this rich guy named Martin Shkreli ended up getting his hands on it. And then he got in all kinds of trouble. He got convicted. He became known as the Pharma Bro. I think he was right raising prices of, 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 of medications and, and things. He got in all kinds of trouble. He got convicted. And he owed the government a lot of money. And he had that album in his possession. And so the government got it from him. And they ended up, they just sold it for millions of dollars to somebody else. Somebody who obviously loves Wu-Tang Clan. But can you imagine any band, any group getting together? To make an album, it's a lot of work. And they go and they do it, and they only made one copy. It is literally the most expensive album ever.
3: The government could do that. The government, could, if you owe the government money, they could come take your stuff and sell it to get their money back. Just whatever. Like, hey, this Wu Tang Clan album looks like it can be worth a lot of money. So let's take his Wu Tang Clan album. Let's set it out, sell it ourselves, and that'll be part of the money. Isn't that the same thing the mafia does? Like if you owe them money, they come in and they take well, your. Well, sort of. If <laughs> you're
2: convicted of a crime uh-huh. and and you owe a bunch of people a lot of money they can come and they can take whatever you have to get to get to get anything you own yeah to get those people their money back huh absolutely (laughs) didn't i know that so that's that's the part of the story that has your head going wow
3: yeah that that the government can just take your stuff and sell it on their own behalf the the part of the story
2: (laughs) that he has my head going wow is that one album a group got together and, and made an album, and they only made one copy, and they sold it for a couple of million dollars, and now it's just sold for even more than that. And I
3: guarantee you nobody listened to it because they don't want to play it. You can't play your album you spend $2 million on. You just have to keep it in the frame.
2: Yeah, you can't open it up, huh?
3: What if it's a blank CD? What if there's nothing actually on the album because nobody has the balls to listen to it because they don't want to devalue the album?
2: I guess it's got to be like a baseball card. It's got to be in pristine <laughs> yeah. condition. That's what you're saying, huh? I just thought, well, well, look, the most expensive album that someone paid for was an album made by Wu-Tang Clan.
3: Hey, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to bleep with.
2: But they only made one copy of it. That's why it's worth so much money. And we don't know if anybody's ever heard it. It's got to be in pristine condition, right? Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. And uh, if what this guy is saying is true, he's got to be a dope That's next, here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. And this continued for about 10 years, but I would always just laugh it off. But then he said that uh, he kept hearing it. And he said, some people would say I must be related to him or that my mom must have had an affair with him. (laughs) Would your mom do sex with Brad Pitt? He said a lot of people even now will do a double take when they walk past me or will ask me for a picture. Although some people just take pictures of me without me realizing it. And so he he said it took him years to figure out a way to make his resemblance to Brad Pitt benefit him. And that's why he got in touch with, with someone who's in the impersonator business. And, and now he makes money for impersonating Brad Pitt. Yeah, but even with the
3: money he's making impersonating Brad Pitt, I'm quite sure he still doesn't have Brad Pitt's money, which is another thing. You can look like Brad Pitt all you want, but if you don't have Brad Pitt's wallet, you are not close to Brad Pitt at all, no matter how well, how well you look like him.
2: Well, look at the divorce Brad Pitt has been going through for a long time now, with Angelina Jolie. Th- that divorce, they, I mean, they are they, they, fighting over custody of the kids. They're, they're fighting over so much. That divorce has been going on for a long time. Well, maybe the Brad
3: Pitt lookalikes should avoid dating Angelina Jolie lookalikes.
2: Well, he was contacted by a famous Angelina Jolie lookalike A woman named Dorian Rose. She wanted to collaborate with him.
3: I bet. (laughs) I would love to collaborate with an Angelina Jolie lookalike as well.
2: Every gig he gets as a Brad Pitt lookalike, he gets paid anywhere from $350 to $700. But when it comes to dating, he says it's quite hard to find love due to his looks. He says, quote, I do get hit on by women a lot. Some of them just can't believe how much I look like him. And some of them accuse me of catfishing. Oh, so when he's on the Internet, he'll show them pictures. He'll show women pictures of him. But w- women don't believe it. That They're like, what, what, what are you doing?
3: I guess it would kind of hurt his feelings if he falls in love with the woman or he really he's really attracted to a woman and they're doing sex. But the whole time they're doing sex, she's screaming out Brad's name instead of his name.
2: But a guy who said, a guy, and I'm, I'm looking at him right now, he does look like Brad Pitt. How he's just not rolling in women. No, he, he's probably
3: rolling in women. He just can't find love because the women really want Brad Pitt and he's not Brad Pitt. He could probably score girls by his looks, but he can never find true love because all the women look at him and think Brad Pitt instead of who he is on the inside.
2: So he's getting what a lot of guys would would, would like to get. get Tons of great-looking women, but it's just really quick. Thank you very much, and because I'm not Brad Pitt, uh, there's no love there.
3: Right. They want Brad.
2: (laughs) Well, he's tried dating apps, and he's tried all kinds of things, but... um, he says he's deleted his dating profiles. He says, I'm just staying single. I'm not really looking for love anyway. And I don't want to settle down as my daughters are my world and my biggest priority. I'm not looking for my Angelina. That's what he said.
3: So Brad's not even looking for his Angelina.
2: Not anymore. <laughs> so does Brad Pitt look-alike in England says it's impossible to date, can't find love. That's... And it's, it's the dumbest thing that I I read and saw all morning. <clears throat> I think if you look like Brad Pitt, you could pretty much do whatever you want to do, right? In that regard, here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans' only classic rock station.
0: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and
1: more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly